Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Council. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the state of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. It is election eve across the nation and here in California, and it's coming down to the wire in some very close races. Some toss-up districts in California could decide which party takes control of the House of Representatives. And there are some nail biters in the legislative level, too. There are six or seven congressional seats held by Republicans in California that the Democrats think they might be able to flip. And then there are four seats held by Democrats that the GOP is targeting. And right right now, they all look too close to call, which is why President Biden came here to campaign for endangered Democrats last week. If those 11 seats were all to swing one way or the other, uh, that could really determine whether Nancy Pelosi or Kevin McCarthy holds the speaker's gavel come January. For more, we're joined live on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline today by Derry Schrago, a longtime Democratic strategist. He's now the publisher of the nonprofit California Target book. He also teaches political science at USC. Thanks so much for being with us once again, Derry. All right, so the Target book, you and your team follow all these California campaigns so closely. Which congressional races do you think we should keep our eyes on the most tomorrow night? And could one or two serve as a bellwether, or, or do you think each of these districts and, and how they might break is unique? Well, Doug, it's, uh, it, it, I think each of these districts has to be looked at separately. You know, you and I know the, the old adage is all politics is local, and there's always talk at this point about red waves or blue waves or, you know, tsunamis or all kinds of weather events in politics. Uh, I think you have to take the races each one at a time. Uh, these districts are districts that, uh, based on the numbers, never mind who the candidates are, uh, are designed uh, to be close. You know, at last, let's just zero in on one of them, and that is San Diego. At last check, Congressman Mike Levin held a slim lead in San Diego. So how much do you think it helped or hurt to have President Biden here last week campaigning for him in the San Diego area? Oh, I think that's a good move on his part. That district is only a Democrat by about two and a half percent based on registration. On the other hand, uh, Biden won the district uh, in, in uh, 2020 by 11 points. So good move on his part. So the president did not go to campaign in the Central Valley, where there are three close races in the 9th, 13th and 22nd congressional districts. Is that because he's relatively unpopular there? Well, it may be. I don't know, because I'm not seeing the polling, you know, the private inside polling that these campaigns are doing. Uh, Those districts were very supportive, relatively speaking, of of the president in the last election. Uh, I think you mentioned 22. He won by 13 and 13. He won by 11. So he's done pretty well in those districts. Uh, but uh, based on, on uh, you know, the fact that two of those districts are now currently held by Republicans, uh, they may have made a decision just to go elsewhere. So what do you think is going to drive turnout in all these districts? Uh, I mean, is it dissatisfaction with the economy? Is it fear about abortion rights, anxiety about crime? What, what do you think is going on out there? 
Well, Doug, we'll see. Obviously, when we when we sift through the results, uh, I believe pretty strongly uh, that uh, in- inflation, uh, crime in urban districts, homelessness, uh, and a general sense that society is sort of falling apart is what's going to drive most of the turnout. The Democrats, certainly the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, uh, have worked very hard to ensure that uh, the Dobbs decision and the issue of abortion uh, motivate a lot of Democratic voters, the base, Democratic base, to show up and vote. Uh, and, and Doug, as you know, I mean, we've known each other for a lot of years. I'm, I'm somewhat skeptical, skeptical of that because I, I just don't think that's what most California or American voters wake up thinking about every day. Obviously, there is a base that cares about that a great deal. It's a very important issue. But most voters wake up wanting to have a good job and send their kid to a good school and live in a safe neighborhood. And those issues right now are uh, not really giving the Democrats a tailwind. There are also a couple of close races uh, for state Senate and state assembly. Any particular districts that you'll be watching closely tomorrow? No, not really. I mean, uh, the short answer is that, that, the, that the, the Senate and the assembly are going to remain overwhelmingly in, in the hands of the Democrats. So there's some races that are uh, kind of interesting to insiders, but but to be very honest about this, Brett, um, our, our focus is really very much on on the congressional districts because that will, uh, as you said earlier, uh, affect the, the balance of power in Washington. Uh, in terms of what's going on in California, there are a few interesting Senate and Assembly races, and there may be a couple of statewide races that are close, but uh, it's still very much a Democratic state. Okay, so we're going to watch the returns come in from back east and the Midwest uh, tomorrow. Which races should we be looking at to see what they might say about the bigger picture? Oh, wow. Well, you know, there are a bunch of Senate races that everybody's going to be focused on. The conventional wisdom at the moment is that the House is probably going to be in Republican hands when all is said and done. But there are some really close Senate races in a number of places. Nevada's one. You know, people will be looking at Wisconsin, Ohio. Uh, I think the Ohio Senate race is particularly interesting uh, because our candidate there, Ryan, our candidate, is is very much uh, from what used to be the Democratic base. You know, the, the working man and woman uh, who used to be the Democratic core constituency that to a large degree uh, has defected to the Republican Party. So how Ryan does in 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 Ohio is very important. The race in Pennsylvania is important. There's a few races we'll be watching fairly closely. So what does it say about momentum that your party, the Democrats, uh, have been forced to play defense in the last few weeks in places where they thought they were safe? I mean, when you see Joe Biden having to go campaign in California and New York, what does that say about how this thing has shifted in the closing weeks? In the closing weeks, it's pretty apparent that the the issues that are driving voters, as I just sort of suggested, are the ones that that favor the Republicans at the moment. It's inflation, it's crime, it's society out of control, it's 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 homelessness, that set of issues, and the Democrats just really have not been uh, in a strong position on some of those issues. So that's why we're on on the defensive. Uh, the issues where where Democrats are always strong, irrespective of the year, are the issues where it's okay we have to help people it's health care it's the environment it's it, it's a different set of issues and and those are just not at the forefront in this election cycle uh, at this moment it, it's really driven very much and this is usually the case by the issue um, the issue uh, agenda I guess that voters are focused on 
And again, as always, in midterm elections, the party that is in power almost always loses some of that power because those who are angry at them turn out to vote and are more motivated to vote than those who, who are enjoying the power and get a bit more complacent. And midterm elections often also favor older, whiter voters. Those tend to skew more Republican. And this is maybe the dynamic we see playing out tomorrow. Derry Schrago, thanks so much. Publisher of the nonprofit California Target Book. Of course, a longtime Democratic strategist here in California. Thanks for being with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 